Active FM Radio has never been better. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. This is Active FM Radio. Radio. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's how you say it, Ari. Um, so, this is the turntable on Active FM, where radio has never been better. Say it again, welcome, 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 please. What's our passion, the way you say, uh, this week in Hip Hop History. Welcome, 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 <laughs> she line. Anyway, my name is Aristars, this is the turntable, where we keep you learned and get you turned, or get you turned and keep you learned, whichever way you want to look at it. And I'm D-Money, you know, we be playing you the tracks, giving you the facts, and today we got another great show coming up. So, let's get into this. Are we gonna kick it off with the song? Let's do this. This yes, is yes, T-Bone, yes. Can I Live. Can I live? Yeah. It's me. Huh. I know y'all seen me. I'm the one with the rings blinging. Pushing whips in them 22-inch chrome spinning. A lot of y'all want to judge me. Hair braided up, pants sagging. Can I just live, y'all? Why can't y'all leave me alone? Man, seem like everybody be judging me Talking behind my back, faking the smiles and hugging me Pointing fingers, hating, jealous of my success Praying for my damn fall, can't handle me being blessed Nah, you'd rather see me at the bottom of the totem pole Scraping for dollars on the edge, about to lose control Back on the corner, still living in the project Still struggling down and out with no profits Still driving through the hood in the bucket I'm about bringing my people over like I'm Harriet Tubman huh. Been through the fire like Kanye West See the odds, now I'm on shuffle and iPods. See, most of y'all can never reach my stature. Cause half of you gangster rappers is gangster actors and backstabbers. Y'all got the game backwards. Buffoon and dark child make hits like linebackers. I'm at the top of the charts, no respect from fears I could be the franchise, still I'm chastised Spreading your lies, need to recognize there's two sides My whole life been the underdog against the odds Back still against the ball Fighting to represent, in the ring for God Consciously making records for a different cause This crab game keep pulling me down But like Ron Artest, spin on the rebound And like Roy Jones on pound for pound Spitting a different kind of message over platinum sounds Get some love and a little respect Rock your world without giving you sex Live in peace, man, I paid my dues You'll never know where I've been until you walked in my shoes Yeah I'm trying to make a change, throw stones if I'm wrong If you can do it better then by all means Shoot for the stars, but stop crushing all my life streams And let me fulfill my destiny and purpose Why you trying to make me feel no good and worthless This life is all a player got to give So back up and give me room to breathe Can I live? Can I live? Can I live? It's a nigga rapper son, the big pun 
like big thumbs from big guns. Better panic, cause I'm charismatic and automatic. When it comes to this phonographic magic, I gotta have it like an addict. I'm the magnet pulling these Asiatic and Hispanic bandits and making put down the cannons. I'm standing for unity in rural communities filled with darkness and cruelty. Where men get women paid off for nudity. It's soon to be all over. I cross over barriers of hate and racism. Plus, I bring the crossover. I'm out to change all the images in our villages and all the religious criticisms from church citizens. Always pointing, judging, shrugging your shoulders at the adulterers, fornicators, and cobras, but never question our culture. Biggie prophesied, ready to die. 50 took five and got rich and pox farmers still crying. To all the players popping off at the lip. Front in the street game like you a pimp. You're coming up or going down with the ship. Oh, and all the ladies that be shaking their hips. Up in the strip club, stacking them chips. Top of the world, put you down in the pit, smile. That was T-Bone, Can I Love. Uh, so if you guys have been listening to the past two weeks, which I know Duran doesn't listen. <laughs> I mean, D-Money doesn't listen. Uh, we discussed basically what beefs and battling in hip-hop. Last week, we covered KRS-One versus MC Shen. This week, we're going into one of the big ones, arguably one of the biggest and best ones that we had within hip-hop. So what are we doing this week? Biggest and best. Um, yeah, so we're doing... Uh, we know we said Kings of New York, right? King of New York. King of New York. Mm-hmm. I won't say Kings of New York, but uh, you'll understand why I said Kings of New York at the end of it. But All right. Right. So it's Jay-Z versus N to the A-S, Nas, Nostradamus, Escobar. S-I-R. Don't forget to spell it properly. Nazir Jones. Yeah, Nazir Jones, yeah. Versus like 17 names in between. Yeah. Escobar, Nostradamus, however you want to look at it. Oh, you mean all aliases? Yeah. You have to say Jay-Z, Jay-Z, Jay-Z Jiga. 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 yeah. It's like Jiga. 17 names there. <laughs> Pick one and Mastercard. one. Mastercard. <laughs> the first. <laughs> or the second. Probably the first. Hard. So what are we doing? Getting into how it started. So uh, I, I have, I've got a small overview. I know you all too know those things it, from the it, back of your Like the back of your hand. So, so what I've come to, like I found out about. So this started after... Piggy died. So no, Piggy was... It, it got slightly more direct after yeah. Piggy died. After Piggy, Piggy was died. the king of New York before them. Yeah. disagree, agree? Um, no, okay, disagree okay. so since he brought the Biggie, Biggie, what's it called, uh, the Biggie part in it, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there, there was subliminal dances with um, uh, Nas and with, with Nas and Biggie. With Nas, Biggie and Rayquan. Yeah. It was basically Piggy dancing Nas and Rayquan and them responding. Yeah, but it was sub, subs. It was it's never sub, really yeah. direct. It was never direct. Yeah. That, no, that's why I'm, that, that's why I'm mentioning. Yeah. And it was about yeah. the same thing. It, it was, was about, about the about king, the king of, New of New York. And um, the only reason I, I, I think the only reason uh, you see there was a the, the, Two famous albums at the same time, similar, just not same time, but similar. Around Ilmatic, the same time. I, 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 Ilmatic '94, ready to die. '95. No, no, ready to die. It was '95. No, it was the same. It was '95. Ilmatic came before. Yes, '94, and then it was before '94 is before '95. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But I'm saying it, it was in close proximity. Yeah, it was. Right? Even it was written and um, it was reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah, but we'll come to that. Um, just to touch on it, on it was there, there, there was a ongoing, ongoing article to say who was the king of the king of New York. At the time, Biggie took it because yeah. of his commercial success. 
and you write a big part of it, uh, uh, Piggy dying and them basically claiming the throne after yeah. they mm-hmm. played a big role. Played a, played a big, I did play a big role. Actually started. But um, okay, to, so to add context, yeah. Then it moves on a bit. Uh, yeah, so, so let us do the starting. It was... Nas, it was actually Jay-Z that asked Nas to feature on his song. Was that correct? Mm. That's okay. part, there's like seven yeah, that's part, different. Okay. There's like so but it is true. Oh, it is true, yeah. Um, so, yeah. If, if you ask them, right, like there's a lot of interviews about this, documentaries, whatever, because like I said, it's one of the biggest beefs, battles in hip-hop. Arguably one of the best, produced some yeah. of the greatest diss yeah. tracks we get. Um, but f- if you ask either of them, you'll never ever get a straight answer right yeah. it's always yeah. the, you always hear the story of it's the competitive nature mm, of hip-hop, hip-hop and, yeah. and you know it's just that type of thing um obviously but people saying that it was going for the king of new york but neither of them would ever admit it yeah but the you are you are, you are right it 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 it, it, it started it, 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 it started with the sublums it started there uh in 96 when nas uh, reportedly failed to show up for a recording session with jay for jay's track bring it on uh, on his debut album, Reasonable Doubt. That's on Dead Presidents. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, but it's it's bringing it on, and then it, the album drop drop later that year. And in the absence of Nas, mm-hmm. right? In the absence of Nas, the producer's key beats uh, sampled Nas's line, "The world is yours" on Dead Presidents. He, he sampled the line from "What the world is yours." From the world is yours. yours. On I'm dead, for Dead on, Presidents on dead to represent president. me. It yeah. became the hook of yeah. Jay-Z's song Dead Presidents. And oh yeah, that's Jay- also one of the reasons where the yeah. tension came from because he wanted Nas to re-record. He wanted that Nas to re-record. And he didn't do it. And then Nas didn't uh, for, and for, for, for the, the song. Video, he didn't do he it. Didn't as do well. it. And then he wanted him for the song. Bring it on. Uh, he uh, he didn't he didn't do it. And then um, you said we uh, we spoke about earlier that the two albums uh, they came close proximity. Reasonable mm-hmm. doubt. And then Nas' second album it was it was it was written. Came out and. The song in the song message, um, there's a, there, there was a line that uh, Nas stated, which was, "What does a Lexus? Uh, oh, sorry, Lex with, Lex with the TV, TV sets, sets the minimum." The minimum. Yeah, um, that was somewhat of a direct shortage. Uh, it it was it was a sublim. Although he mentioned, he said he said no, it was inspired by Jay Z. It wasn't uh, mm-hmm. a short, but because on on the on the song, the message he was going at everybody. And big. Taking um, shots at everybody, yeah. A few people, yeah. So that's how we, that's how we took it. It was perceived as a shot at Tupac also. Yeah, and then we played the song "Can I Love," right? Uh, from what it's was it? still T-Bone. going to play. It hasn't played yet. No, from T Bone. Oh yeah, 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 We played it in the start. There is a song called from uh, from Jay Z, "Can I Love," and that line where where Nas says, "I'm insp- I was inspired by Jay Z," right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that that his line of "Lexus TV sets, sets the minimum," right? Um, that line came from Jay-Z's song, Can I Love, uh, where Jay-Z talks about him having Alex, Alex TV set. Yeah, yeah, and it's in his yeah. videos and things yeah. like that. So people knew he was talking about yeah. him when he said so that. So it was just a thing that we... And yeah. you're looking at it now, people look at it now, like um, Jay-Z have Alexis with the TV set and thinking, okay, but he's like, and as he's saying, that's the minimum. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, okay, but Jay-Z, one of the most successful, richest people in hip-hop, mm-hmm. but as he's saying, what he got is the minimum. At the time, that was not the case. Yeah. Reasonable Doubt was not a successful album. Yes. It became successful after, after Jay blew up, and then people went back to that yes, album yes, and yes. basically bought that album to make it go platinum and things. But at the time, Nas was way more successful mm-hmm. than Jay. So he was saying, and I was like, yeah, that's the minimum to him. Yeah. Basically. Then... Then in '97 again, Jay Z sampled Nas again on a rap game or crack game, right? 
it was it, it was a friendly no it wasn't it was it was a friendly shot but uh it it went the other way because it, they took it as you know beef against each other so he did that's how people thought it was a shot at nas which it wasn't he just um he just what's it called mentioned and he just mentioned just to want to sample because so who something. took the first shot like the serious one like it's not to say because you see if you're taking subliminal shots yeah. you're not necessarily Sublimin. knowing who they're talking about or like it's it, it's subliminal that's the whole yeah. thing yeah. so so even if you ask to say was that about a certain particular person you can deny it because yeah. it can sometimes be general and everyone and sometimes only the other person knows that yeah. you're talking about him or you know that you're talking about him biggie was brilliant at it. Right. he did it with everybody yeah you only found out sometimes after he died that certain songs were about certain people like nas with the message afterwards he said okay these were the records um but like what obviously um there were some um like what the city is mine after biggie died that's what yeah. he's basically saying yeah. the city is mine yeah. he's yeah. the king of new york like yeah. the focal point like biggie yeah. and his prime yeah. on the logo yeah. the city is yeah. mine yeah, yeah. So that's him basically yeah. claiming it straight after right. big yeah. died so so we are just just a, a third before that right on the song where i'm from mm. jay-z mentions Who's, uh, the who's the king of New York? It's Biggie, Jay-Z, Jay-Z and, Nas. and Nas, right? And then when Biggie died, that's when Satin Fitzgerald's mind came, mm-hmm. and that's when. But Nas responded to that line because he, he on on certain records he says uh, people using your name in vain, yeah. claiming they're the king of New York. It ain't about it. And then mm. on another record, um, on what album was it? Where he says who's the greatest rappers? Tupac, Biggie, and Nas. He leaves Jay out of it. And then Jay has a different record where he says, who's the greatest rapper, Biggie, Jay-Z, and nah, and then the S mm. never comes. Mm. So they were like, kind of alluding to each other, but yeah, not yeah. really going directly at each other. Um, but I think for the most part, there was always tension between the two of them, mm-hmm. and always shots going back and forth. Yeah. So, and he, they were both asked many times, like, how did it start? They give you the same story, yeah. like, compared to the nature of the art form. There's no direct answer. Now... Like what? what we even said a few weeks ago, like going for the top spot. Basically, that's, that's what it was. It was. Yeah. yeah. But, um, are Okay. And then, and then, then came in uh, Bleak. That Memphis now, Bleak, right? Now a lot of, Bleak himself cites himself as the reason why this started. Some people can say this is why it started, but there was some tension before. Yeah. So, the, 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 the reason Bleak got pulled in because, again, um, part of Jay-Z's camp, Using uh, Nas, using yeah, using Nas's uh, what is that? The sampling Nas's on Nas on the Dead Presidents and on the other track mm-hmm. again sampling and on Memphis Bleak's uh, on Memphis Bleak's single coming coming of age, coming of age album. It's the first album, yeah. yeah, on his first album. There's similarities between the uh, the song of Nas's or Nas's like there's there's similarities. It's Memphis Bleak is, I think there was a second album or the first album, I'm not sure. Basically, the Memphis Bleak thing is like, he's taken claim to start in that beef, right? So mm. I said, that. but that's how it started. There's so many different avenues and things you can look at, like the subs, the tension, whatever else. But he's one of the reasons why he says he actually started it. Yeah. Um, he had a song called What You Think Of That yes, featuring yes, Jay-Z. Yes, yes. And the hook says, I'm a ball till I fall, what you think of that? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You For some reason, Nas responded to that on Nostradamus. Nostradamus, yeah. What um, the line saying, you want a ball till you fall, I can help you with that. You want beef, I can let the slug melt in your head. Maybe just because Jay was on the record, on that record, and he, he might have said something on, on his verse, on that song. That's why he responded to that directly. And then Bleak responded to that saying, your, life's, your lifestyle's written 
who you're supposed to be play your position on on a song called my mind's right yes yes um yeah that's yeah that's i true. said uh, your life so that's basically references nas second album it was written so you yeah. could hear it was a direct response to that then nas responded to him on qb's finest compilation saying oh no you didn't your life whose life was written and on that same album he dust everybody on rock of it uh, it's actually on the stomatic album Nah, the Stalmatic came after that. This was on QB's finest compilation album. He disses everybody on Rockefeller, right? And that's when, when, when he responds to the, the bleak line, that's um, when Jay-Z said he's going to take over. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. He said he's going to take over the beef with Nas. Like, yeah. bleak, basically saying, like, you can't handle the situation, yeah. I'm going to take over the yeah. situation. So was that when he dropped the single takeover? Um, the he performed, no, 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 it's, no, no, no. It's still, it's still, it's still, still fresh, yeah. And then it basically died down for a little he, while. And nothing happened. Until, until Jay-Z performed the freestyle on the Hot 97 Summer Jam. Now, before days. that before that um because like i said it died down for a little while they, then jay claimed that he heard nas talking like bad about him on a on a radio station on the la radio station mm-hmm. there's no recording of that in that time there you know it's not like now when everything is recorded and easily available on social media or or um youtube and whatever mm-hmm. so he claimed that he heard heard him talking about it and that's when he decided yeah. to go all the way in. and then well, my thing with a uh, hot 97 these chases freestyle he had a picture of nas you know similar to the, the dr dre uh is he having a doctor he had a picture yeah. on 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 uh, while he was performing uh, performing on the what 97 mm-hmm. the summer jam uh like i said chasey took jabs at uh mob prodigy from mob deep and nas and then he still had pictures in the background of uh yeah of nas yeah right. of, of nas and then uh that's well, when before you get into even to the takeover we were still basically all the reasons why it might have started right as as it goes in you hear different situations but there were stories of like jay-z being with nasa's baby mama yeah and then it, it comes out in the future it, it um the future. there's a song called is that your chick uh with memphis bleak yeah that was perceived as a, a shot a at, shot at, at nas, nas yeah. basically like mm. the fact that jay was with his baby mama and then there was nasa's uh QB's finest project, The Bridge, 2009. That's where he does all Rockefeller artists. Yeah. As well as all the Rockefeller artists went up to Hot 97 and did a freestyle. Some of them weren't even known at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And they went, they rapped over all only Queen's artists' beats. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they took that as disrespect as well. Yeah. So I don't know where that falls in with, 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 within the timeline of this thing in chronological right. order, but it was yeah. done within there somewhere. Yeah, so, yeah, when you're talking about um, the... His baby mama story. Baby mama story. His mm. baby mama story wasn't. Um, it, it it was internally. It wasn't. Um, he references it, 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 it on takeover yeah. and it speaks about it on but, super ugly. Yeah, but, it, but it, that's it, why it was that your chick see, was see, a yeah. subliminal. So yeah, yeah. So you see, in, in takeover he mentions uh, Nas. If Nas comes back, he has something better. To he come says, back. you know, yeah, you know who did what, but you know who, but we we'll keep, we'll keep it, we'll keep it until you come. Between us, if you're going to come, then then I tell you the exact line now. It's yeah. You know it, who did what, but you know who, but we'll keep back keep, between yeah, me yeah, and you. Something, yeah, for now. For now, yeah. And please, uh, in that he was referencing to say, Nas, don't come yeah, back. Otherwise, I'm going to come back with something better. That's what I'm saying. Is that your chick they thought it was? Yeah. But, yeah. So, but also in, in, the, in the summer jam, the whole summer jam scenario also, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was speaking about. You know, when, he did, when he performed the freestyle of the takeover. It wasn't the original takeover at that point in time. It was right? a song, but it only had two yeah. verses on it. Yeah, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't the original, but he had... A picture of uh, prodigy. Uh, a picture of prodigy. It wasn't wasn't no. that? So he performs a takeover, right? Right. The first verse is basically going at anybody. 
Yeah. Not there's no one no, specific that is attacking yeah. on the first verse. He's just yeah. saying anybody that wanted it can come get it. Mm. On the second verse, he does his prodigy. Yeah. It's, he puts up the picture of prodigy doing oh, yeah, as a, bell, a ballerina yeah, with his leg up, but he wasn't wearing a tutu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the second verse, he says, Ask Naz, you don't want it with hove, no. Yeah. There's no fool dust towards oh, yeah. him. It's just, it's just that one line at the end of the second and verse. Then, uh, then Naz responded with a stalmatic freestyle, like H to the Omo. H to the Omo, yeah. Right, that freestyle that he freestyle, responded. Yeah. That was a stalmatic freestyle. Yeah. Then he came back when he released the song, he put the third verse, which is directly going at Nas. And then the fourth verse, which is like a combination of yeah. what he's taking shots at Nas, at Prodigy, yeah. and everybody again. Yeah. As I says at the end, he says, yeah. whoever won it, whatever, you only get half a bar. Yeah. And then so that's how it yeah. came together. And then on that also, like, uh, um, there was also one, one part, I just want you to correct me, right? Mm-hmm. There was one part where Nas was supposed, supposed, also supposed to perform on the Hot 97, and Nas had a... The next year. Yeah, the next year, and he had a... He, he, he made it like a like like a, a hangman type thing. A hangman yeah. type, a hangman type thing, and someone stopped him, and and he was upset. They didn't allow him to do that. Yeah, Art ninety seven yeah. itself said that he cannot do that. It's taking it a little bit too far. Yeah. So they didn't allow him to do that. That's when he went on a rampage, and not and only attacked Art ninety seven. He went yeah, to Kim, Nori, yeah, because Nelly, he, yeah, everybody. No, he mentioned. He said, "Yeah, you guys protect." He basically said, "You guys are protecting Jay Z." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then from there. So basically, um, where we left off for the takeover, takeover coming over, out. Yeah. Yeah. Takeover coming out. Um, so after that, a lot of people thought it was done for Nazi, yeah, but he couldn't come back. Yeah. Everybody the general consensus was, was like, he's, he's done, not going to come over. back. Because he, yeah, he kept um, it quiet for a while. Yeah. People that were on the same label with him were even saying they think it's, 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 it's yeah. over he, for him. Yeah, it's, they thought he was a, they, 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 they put him as a lesbian. They labeled him as Right. And losing this. Remember, we yeah. spoke about it last week with the KRS-1 battle. This was coming at a time when if you lose a battle, you're out. Mm-hmm. And there was no response. And it took months and months and months mm-hmm. to respond before it actually did come out. Yeah. And then we came with the one one of the one of the one of the greatest test tracks. I put both ever. of them up there as two of the greatest test tracks ever. Yeah, but I would say uh, Ita. I, I will explain to you why I'm saying why I'm saying it is one of the greatest above takeover, right? Mm-hmm. Nah? Um yeah, but then he came up with he came up with Ita, right? Ita's original beat was made by Swiss Beats. That's a different song. Was well, a different song, was very brutal, and then um, they told him to change. They it. told him they collaborated. Oh, I think he changed it as well. No, yeah, because but, of yeah. the uh, Dame Dash plane crash line yeah. and so forth. Yeah, he he, he what's it called? Um, and then Steve Stout basically came to him and said, "No, change the change the beat." That's why he, he went with a different producer. Besides, I can't remember what the producer's name. Me neither. Yeah, then, yeah. It's basically, there was there was a. Um, a worse version of Ita, which is difficult to say because that yeah. song is quite disrespectful to start with. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he remade the Ita. Actually, the, the starting of Ita with the FJZ. That's actually a, it's a Tupac sample. That's Tupac's voice that's yeah. that And then, well, yeah, on, on the Ita, um, there was um, a lot of. It was, it was a killer track, Ita. Um, what Ita also. Um, this is where. The starting of where people said Eminem was Jay Z on Renegade. Yeah, he made because he, because Nas. I had to find a way to bring yeah. it in, right? I had to find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We were waiting for this. <laughs> Eminem murdered you on your own track. Yeah. Since you brought up Eminem, like people today call, and if you're a super fan of anybody, they call you a stand. Whether it's about Eminem or not, if you're a fan of, it had come from stand, right? Yeah. The term getting eaten 
come from the song. That's, no, no, that's why I that's that's so why I was So if you saying, lose or you get yeah, washed, it's, you got eaten. It yeah. come from the that, song. Yeah, that's why I'm that, 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 that's why I was saying I will mention it at the end why I say it's one of the best the tracks because the impact. The impact and to have a whole to have the whole the, the, the song that that is that to become part of the culture to say hey, I eat it you on this it oh, this is the origin that's where it originated from Ita mm-hmm. from Nas and from the strike yeah. that's the strike that's the strike that's the strike yeah you don't confuse yourself I know you struggle with what <laughs> yeah yeah well then eventually after Ita did drop it was it was over a lot of people said Nas won that even though a few months before that mm. they were saying it's over he's done what whatever um they were saying Nas won that and then Jay came afterwards with what somewhat of a super freestyle ugly. called super ugly that's where he goes straight when on on takeover when he says you know who did what mm-hmm. but you know who he that is where he comes he in comes out with it and says it and um, people didn't like the record mm-hmm. on the same radio station i think i'm not sure which one it was uh, yeah. 97 or power 105 it's one of it. they did a basically a head-to-head where they yeah put up either against super ugly and either warned it now a lot of people said it was wrong either should have gone up against uh, take, take over, over and see who won that but now I feel like it, it was fair because Ether was a full song about Trey Super Ugly was a full song about Nas, Nas. Take Over was, was one verse at Nas and a shot and then Nas responded with a stillmatic freestyle yes and then Jay put the other verse and he came with Ether so I feel like Super Ugly going up against Ether was the, made sense and then Ether won that basically mm-hmm. and Ether obviously has become what it was and because of the disrespect of that record and the things he said um because of his mother saying you went too far, Jay actually apologizes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It wasn't really over. There was still subliminals thrown afterwards. And then before the Blueprint 2 album came out, he came out with a single, the Blueprint 2. And he takes more shots at Nas. Mm. Even though it was perceived to have been over and him apologizing, but they still went back and forth. Yeah. So how, how long did this beef actually last? A few it started years. So in the, it's, in it's, the 90s? It started in basically, you can say subliminally, it started in 1996. Directly, it started 2001. Directly, I say. 2001, takeover. Oh, the takeover. Yeah, the takeover was direct. And then it lasted for a few years. It, yeah. And then eventually they performed together and ended it. Well, they didn't, didn't have any official records together at that point in time. And obviously, Jay had Nas. Yeah. On, on sampled on dead president so they performed it yeah and and, and, then, and uh okay so post post ether um so as you said um they came so in when nas did when nas left columbia he mm. went to sign to jeff he signed jeff. he signed to dev jim so people thought signed okay, to jay yeah because so technically jay was the president, was of the president jim and yeah so they people assume say okay no jay-z uh, is working under not jay-z but then they they did uh, an interview that's why they, 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 they did an interview and then on he on uh, Nas's album on hip hop is dead mm. that's their first collab on that first official collab, first yes. official collab. And there was a few that came afterwards it's not so many that's why the record with dj Khaled with, with, with the two of them uh, together, recently yeah yeah it went so big because there was this there's not many with them together and then on the dmx album there was one with the two of them as well so those why those records blow up the way they do just based on the fact that those two of them together some of them work out well some of them don't okay so basically these were two guys that were beefing for like say about 10 years nah, officially 10 yeah. maybe five yeah. years maybe well, five years. no yeah. you can say you can say more or less. 10 years yeah, yeah, yeah you can say more or less 10 because uh the hip-hop is dead came out in must mistake it if it was 20 2006 maybe yeah 2006 
and if you count 96 uh, what including subliminals yeah so it's roughly about so it's about 10 years that two guys had peace with each other and they were literally like writing rhythm and poetry about each other why can't they just do it the old-fashioned way (laughs) two guys have a problem with each other they have seen each other in that time you hear people different stories about it like nori speaks about it and things like it it was never there for them it was hip hop and and also after just after the big and uh, tupac beef um this was the the the, this was the sec that was the biggest after that and people were people were afraid right. it was, around the same yeah, time you were around the same people at the yeah. no, 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 this was no lyrical. no this I wasn't mean, a physical no, situation. i mean no i mean in 96 97 just after mm. when those beef started and it was it was escalating people were people were, were afraid it was going to end up in a similar way mm. because it was starting to get a bit touchy yeah that's why fat joe speaks about it as well fat joe says he was disappointed when i squashed the beef because at that point in time it was getting a little bit in the, it was going into the street mm. and Fat Joe said he was holding us down in the street and he decided to squash the beef without even telling him mm. so he said he was disappointed now they've all resolved it um but that's this was also at the time when like we were speaking about it last weekend earlier I said this way if you lose a battle you were out right mm-hmm. you were perceived as dead you were gone mm. look what happened to cannabis even though I don't really feel like he lost MC Shen situation that time if you lost it was somewhat done for you this was one of the beefs that the general consensus is that Ita won it, but there are some people out there that feel like Jay won, right? Regardless, it didn't affect any of neither of them negatively. Yeah. Both of them prospered from there. For for some reason, Nas came back. Like they even before the battle, they were looking like Nas, like he fell off. This brought him back. Still, Matic came out the same day as Jay-Z's unplugged album and he outsold Jay. Right? So for for to a certain extent on a commercial standpoint, on a sales perspective, on relevance, it somewhat brought him back. Yeah. On the flip side of Bitcoin, it gave Jay some sort of credibility because he was looked at as an artist going commercial at that point yeah. in time. People were kind of looking at him as going too commercial, making yeah. radio records and that type of thing. And him getting in the down and dirty in a battle basically gave him some sort of credibility and people to look at him as an MC again. So this is one of the things that it actually helped both of them. It benefited both of them. Both of them. And just 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 on it on the takeover, right? Mm-hmm. The person who produced it was Kanye West, right? It was Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and I that's how. It, yeah, no, it, it it was Kanye West on takeover. That's where we first got introduced to Kanye West. The John Morrison sample. Yeah, that's when we got first introduced to Kanye West, and later on, and later on, like what? Yeah, but anyway. Now that's, the, uh, that, that's what I'm saying. Does beef was just as important as the KRS one because it also originated. It, it also created something of a legacy. Kanye West. Of a legacy. Yeah. I can live without Kanye West. I'm not I can live with Kanye West. <laughs> I can live without him. But yeah, so for the most part, people do believe like Nas won that, right? But there are people that say, okay, no, Jay had a better record. If you take song for song, they feel like he made a better song. But in a battle, they don't really matter. Yeah. Impact and the win. Impact. Mm-hmm. Impact and the win. I say. Um, does so it, does who that, does would be your, who do you think won the battle? Uh, when you're you talking about lyrical beef, uh, what you call, when you're talking about rapping and everything, the, I, would put, I would put Nas... Nas Ita over Takeover. Yeah, I don't even waste my time answering that question. You all know. Like, I was just waiting for Ari to say, because <laughs> we know he was going to come with Jay Z. <laughs> no, I, I, I like Jay Z, but Nas, Nas, Nas lyrically, I. I okay, so, anything for. else do you have on the beef? On the then? beef? Uh, okay, what I was going to say is, what I was going to say is, um, if you heard last week, there's, we, we spoke about KRS versus MC, and that beef is still going on. This was one of the deepest beefs 
not our uh, uh, stand collection. One of default gives way. We have two big artists battling it out for Top a spot. large number of uh, large number of years, and at the end, reconciling. Well, let's be honest. Jay do to be doing some sly shit even till now. Every time Nas drops an album or comes out, Jay drops on the same day. Yeah. He, the, the Nazir album. Yeah. Or Kanye, the Katas album came out on yeah. that same day. The one of Nas's king's disease, Jay Z dropped a single that same day. Yeah. So he does yeah. keep doing so, learning, yeah. but stuff. So, yeah. So he ends up, he ends up saying, people assume that by Nas signing to Def Jam, while when Jay Z was uh, present, president, they feel like Nas was taking. Uh, the backseat. Backseat, yeah. Uh, but anyway. So they're still fighting for the, the title of the King of New York. I don't think anymore. I don't think. Who is the King of New York? Right now, now, now we don't know. Takashi 69. <laughs> 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 Are you really making a joke? Takashi 69. <laughs> King of New York. King of really? New York. Takashi 69. Do you, do you, do, do you want to get, uh, do you want to get, uh, as you call, short uh, or something? Yeah, if we're saying something like this. We're saying should. something like it. It's Takashi 69. Takashi 69. Uh, I don't think so. Eh? The rainbow head boy. Uh, un- unfortunately, you can't say that. Yeah. If this entices anybody to go back and listen to the beef, the dust records, sorry, I don't want to say beef again, I keep on trying to stop myself from saying that, um, the dust records and things like that, don't only do that, go back into each of these guys' discographies and actually listen, listen. to the music. It's, listen. It's extraordinary, hence why they were able to be in a position yeah. to fight for the title of King of New York, because they had to be a discernible skill there and at a high level. And you, what, what, especially with us, if you're gonna have to not only go, go, go on between Jay Z and Nas, you're gonna go Nas's album, Illmatic. Uh, change the landscape of hip hop completely. Uh, is ready to die. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna go into uh, that uh, reasonable doubt. Then you're gonna go into it was written, and then going forward like is. However you want to do it. However you want to do it. Just giving you in chronological order. Chronological. I'm not sure you want. I think that pretty much covers it. So let's uh, move on to a song. Uh-huh. By the artist we're focusing on today, which is Buzzle, called Lyo. What I want people to know is that don't don't support the phonies. Support the real. You know what I mean? How can these people be talking about how they so real and they don't care about our communities? How can they be talking about what they all listen, you know, the hood, blah, 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 blah. They don't care about our communities. You know what I mean? Listen to the words that people say in their lyrics and tell me if that's some real sh- if that's real to you. You know what I mean? Listen to what they saying. Don't just bob your head to the beat. Peep the game. And listen to what I'm saying. Hold us accountable for it. Never, but if the money right, I'ma rhyme about whatever They rap about 
blocks from my house on the hill so they never hear the shots at night you see the loud cry from a mother with a child in the gutter apparently doesn't travel that high i almost want to cry but you would probably wonder if i'm acting because you were so used to rapper that lack passion your mind's been trained to reject what i'm giving you the truth and it's nothing new it just ain't familiar the world's so cold but forgot i'm on fire so i'ma tell the truth even if it make you look like a liar a liar even if it make you look like a liar a liar you a liar the world's so cold but forgot i'm on fire so i'ma tell the truth even if it make you look like a liar a liar you just mad and make you look like a liar a liar they gon' be the truth for me i could have sat back and let jay be a liar and say this religion cause he feel that it divide us and you can sit back and be like it makes sense but it doesn't in the court where my father is your honor now is it really cause you hate the separation enough that you could attack jesus and make it blatant but go through your career saying nathan about the banging you say it to the church but won't say it to the gangsters jesus said love your brother banging said slay him with a case of hatred for separation ain't what we facing so if he wasn't which he is amazing down with satan you can break his statement down and see he ain't what he portraying this verse wasn't even supposed to go that route but when the truth on the inside it flow right out you gotta listen deeper you gotta be a thinker and not be ready to eat anything rap feature the world's so cold but forgot i'm on fire so i'ma tell the truth even if it make you look like a liar a liar even if it make you look like a liar a liar you a liar the world's so cold but forgot i'm on fire so i'ma tell the truth even if it make you look like a liar a liar you just mad and make you look like a liar a liar Looking up to what really was a midget on the roof They write down BS and give it to the youth Watching kids go to prison while they sitting in they coops Tell them you the boss and how you rich off cocaine Used to be the law, pled the fifth like bro, man We more ashamed of being cops than drug dealers We holler thug and try to hide the love in us But I done had conversations with the hardest Some of them hard big, they just trying hard to guard it And I kinda feel that, but I'm trying to kill that How the thug show the love, why would you conceal that? Even if it is real, you were too grown to not know that you wrong It is what it is, homie The world's so cold, but forgot I'm on fire So I'ma tell the truth Even if it make you look like a liar, a liar Even if it make you look like a liar, a liar You a liar The world's so cold, but forgot I'm on fire So I'ma tell the truth Even if it make you look like a liar, a liar You just mad and make you look like a liar, a liar They gon' hear the truth for me you know, I was surviving in the thug life. Everybody that was trying to be like me was going to jail. And then finally I went to jail. And even though I wasn't getting shot up, they was all getting shot up. Then I got shot up. And I started seeing, damn, you know, it is my fault. It is not my fault where I made it happen, but it's my fault because I'm smarter than that. So that was Puzzle, Liar, which was also a dust track towards Jay-Z. Ali, you have a little bit more on that dust? On, on that, okay, before we're going to go back on that on the dust, because I am going to go to the dust, right? Um, it's like, yeah, yeah, so his name is Puzzle. His birth name is Mark Julian Felder. He's also known as Lovers. It's Lavish. Lavish. Okay, so, so and he's from uh, Houston, Texas, right? Uh, did you know he actually started as an 
he is a as a rapper and then from there he 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 became saved evolved yeah yeah so okay a little bit more on his history he started when he was 13 that was the first time he actually went into studio and the song that he was rapping to was i get around by tupac so that was how he was into got into rapping so he was more for artists about you know talking about guns living the lifestyle of trying to make it as a rapper living a flashy life so with him also some of his experiences is where he went into selling drugs at one stage he was a pump as well just to make it but he says it was all about the flashy life so he would actually go park his car maybe around the club get into a friend that has like a better car with borrow jewelry just to portray the image of a rapper and then he says that's when he like actually met like when he was a pump he met uh, a prostitute which actually gave him money that liked his music and gave him money to follow like his rapping career and that's when he changed his life he actually went to church and converted like to into his christianity and that's when he started the label uh god over money that's his label okay so yeah so then uh, on the track when we said we spoke about um, him dancing jz uh, that's liar there is other versions there is other tracks uh liar there is this one called what explaining it's explaining something uh something what explaining Just, just you got me. some explaining you to got do. some explaining to do yes yeah, where he did where he uses um, uh, the eater beat uh-huh. and he uses the renegade beat so there's two versions of you got some explaining to do I just like to clarify this this is not a bias show going against Jay-Z yeah, it's not. we just discuss the beef and, and every week we focus on a specific artist this just happens to tie into what we were speaking about yes we're not dissing Jay-Z at, 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 at all um, so the song that, that played earlier that was a dust record basically and just coming off that topic it made sense yes um, so on yeah so basically on, the tra- on, on, on that track Liar he mentions he mentions Rick Ross as well Um, so he's going he's going to get uh, going against he's going against secular artists and speaking about the life that they love is not um, they're not they're lying about their lifestyle they're yeah. fabricating they're fabricating and anything about Rick Ross you can see that based on yeah. the fact that he was a correctional officer but raps like he's yeah. the biggest drug dealer in the world yeah and he's and he, and he, and he mentions a lot a lot of stuff about uh, a lot a lot of stuff about Jay-Z and uh, Buzzle is is, is one artist that was with a very controversial um, there was a there, he does response response to certain songs and certain artists there was one um, of that Macklemore made the same love he responded to that and he also responded to uh, who was Joyner Lucas uh, on a track called Devil Works um, you can you can you can google you can search you can listen to puzzle um, yes he released a lot of mixtapes he still funks he started in 2004 he and he's st- and he's still currently um, active um yeah so the summer basically what you said he started off as a circular commercially sounding the same content as the rest of the rappers yeah, yeah. and then evolved as he evolved as yeah. a person his music evolved and moved into the subgenre of christian hip-hop. christian hip-hop yes and that's that's when he started noticing and picking on and teaching and covering a certain topic co- covering said covering certain topics which is which is also quite brilliant because it gives you further it gives also you further insight 
Um, yeah. So if you're a fan of the person and as the artist grow, sometimes you need to grow with them, otherwise you won't enjoy the content of the music and the thing they're putting out. Like if you started off rapping about drug dealing and shooting people yeah. and gangsterism and that type of thing, and that's what you're into at that point in time, and you're interested, but as the artist grows, their music should grow with them, especially within hip-hop because it's a more personal form of, more personal art form. And sometimes people don't necessarily follow you that way because they're not in that space at that point in time. Yes. So as I said earlier, he responded to he does response. Uh, what's the response? Response tracks, where he takes uh, artists, he takes a, he takes a song, and he responded. He also responded on a song we're gonna play. We're gonna play soon, which is No Church in the Wild, where he, where he responded to Jay Z and Kanye West again. Makes sense using the name of that title and that song because on um, what was their collaboration album? Uh, Watch the throne. throne. They have a song called No Church in the Wild. So it's the same beat as well. Same beat as well, yeah. He's done the, like the song Ari mentioned as well. As well. Same, same love. He took the same he title took, track. Take same, t- same title track from McLemore and Ryan Lewis. Yeah, and same yeah, that, beat. That's a common yeah. thing. If, if you're familiar with mixtapes and jacking for beats and those type of things, that's a common thing to do. Not only with, with regard to this track, just anybody. If there were popular songs that came out, other artists would take that mm. song and remake it into their own uh, version. Hence the invention of mixtapes. One, one further mention uh, who, who did it successfully was 50 Cent. Yeah, find yeah. a way every week to mention it. He's not the only one clock stop set yeah. Wayne, everybody did it but he was the first first and only one to put it in song format yes everyone else would take that song and just yeah. freestyle over it he was the first one to put it in song format and recreate the recreated the song yeah he re- 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 yeah, recreated and, and it's basically response tracks it's not response tracks. he was just doing the song doing of the his song. version of uh, his version but he re- basically was responding to today what they were saying uh anyway um we're gonna go to the next two tracks uh of puzzle uh, which is No Church in a While, the response to Jay-Z and Kanye, and a song dedic- uh, dedicated to, to hip-hop, which is Dear Hip-Hop. Uh. Bissell, here we go again, huh? Don't say nothing to me if you ain't gonna say nothing to them. Look, I don't need the beat, I can murder y'all loose. Knock your tops off like convertible coops. One claim to be the girl, one used to be with God. Get the VCR, I'm over winding back so you see it all. Spit conscious, then he took Jesus off and did monster. Seems in between it all, he lost moms and when he lost moms, he turned against the father. And though my heart's filled with compassion for the ills of a passing, I feel like I still have to mash him. I'm a draft pick to the team, you traded all. My life was saved by the Christ, y'all hating all. They can't compete with truth and they know it. Murder your staff, bury it down in Frank's ocean. Yeah, he said he sold his soul, you ain't believe it. Cause you ain't close enough to Jesus for you to see it. But if he said the same thing about show mama that he said about Christ, you would go Osama. Yeah. So is Christ more like the only you die for? But the dude you cool with, but won't rob As for the Christians, how can you listen? Cities can't diss the gospel when your mission is to push it like the imposter. Fall into prison, you scared now, you fall under hostile condition. Back to the lecture at hand. Who this? Can't disown the Lord out like Judas. Dreamed he could buy his way to heaven. Up and spent it on a necklace Told God he'd be back in a second Them in his words, not mine I wasn't saved then, so I ain't see the signs You with Satan, fine, but don't play with God Other fans keep it 100 so they can pick sides So this can't say there's no church in the wild We start our own religion And then Jay compares Jesus to Yay And himself to the Holy Ghost And he got you caught in them hoes So who's the God of that new religion? When he's big enough to mention Christ And I ain't big enough to mention him In your eyes they like, who am I to mention Jay's name? Because of Jay's bread, because of Jay's fame. But if rap's the reason you put him on a pedestal, then my last record should have 
shows you he's edible. Y'all must got such low self-esteem. Done it all so much by cats in this game. Like, look at my house. Look at my range. Look at you struggling. I can make it rain. Look at my ice. Look at my women. Look at my life. You are not living. You the one put them on the throne that they sit on. Just for you to look up and get spit on. Socially, I am on the same level you on. So if you feel he's too big and I'm too small to mention his name. If I'm not worthy, you obviously must not feel that you are. Blast fiend from the get-go. This is not new, but it's finna get old. They say let him believe in what he wants to believe in. He does not have to believe in your Jesus truth. But why would he just spit rhyme after rhyme by the God he does not believe in? The problem is not with him not believing. Why does he keep mentioning what I believe in? And folks so blinded, I can see what the problem is compared to most cats. Jay sounds positive. So when he gets on Monster and says he rapes women and children, y'all don't even acknowledge it. Counterfeit kingdom, what throne are you on? Big impact died, hip hop ain't shoes, y'all. You were leftovers, named yourself over. You were not the best in it, you just over. So ask yourself, do y'all have a price? If he came out and said, F y'all Christ, then came to your hood tomorrow night, giving beamers away, would he be alright? No passes. They saying if you scared, go to church. Like we just over here sitting scared in the church. Every last disciple's bloodshed and was murk. So I signed up for this, prepared for the work. Be with her, yeah. See, I told y'all this was coming, but y'all thought black folk couldn't be satanic. Now look at our future, and they got one of them cats on the track, so you already know what it is. And there's some more of them out there talking crazy. Some of you be the same cats that scatter when they see the head come off the giant. You see, since a lot of y'all ain't in y'all word, they sending y'all on this rat race, looking for horns and trying to catch people in accidental hand gestures, calling them satanic. satanic then but the moment he put up them horns he became satanic so what if that same person does all those same things and rocks a cross is he of god then <laughs> it sound familiar see if you can't recognize the devil unless he's showing you his horns then you in trouble getting your word on me Cause I feel we should sit and talk a while It may sound like I'm crazy But I feel like your baby Spend more time with you than my own folks So it's just like you raised me You taught me how to walk Said I should have swag You taught me how to dress That's why I let my pants sag You taught me how to be a man Like I ain't have a dad You taught me how to talk That's why my grandma bad You taught me self-defense A little rule of thumb You said you never want to fight, son Use a gun See, when you use a gun you don't have to respect them You can just talk to them how you want them Pull out and check them You told me women ain't ish but the hoes and tricks And never to love them Just cut them, move on and dip You never told me what to do if I slipped and had a kid All I remember is move on and dip And make it rain if she get on the pole and strip But if she respectable, I ain't supposed to trick 
And if I see my brother get done wrong, then just turn your back and let it happen. But don't you snitch. You have me thinking hard and real with the same thing. Like you're real if you have the heart to kill in your gang bang. You never told me if I take his life. His pain is for a second, but it's ever present in his baby's life. You carry the spirit of banging across the nation. And they embraced it because you put it in song formation. You taught me I don't need school. I can rap and while I'm waiting for my music to move, I can trap. I used to want to be one. You told me hate the cops. Now they can only beat and mistreat us because we ain't the cops. I thought you had my best interest. Maybe not. So I'm writing this letter to tell you thanks a lot. That was the two tracks. I hope you enjoy that. We're back to Ari's favorite part of the week. So we're going to throw it over to him. This week in hip-hop history. Shiki, what's your abbreviation? T-W-I-H-H-H. Not Triple H. Not Triple H, not wrestling. This is a hip-hop show, eh? Anyway, on this week in hip-hop history. June 2002. Nori releases God's Favorite, God's Favorite, which is the second album, right? Wait, Nori's second album? It's the second. N.O.R.E. was the first album? Yeah. 
And then, oh no, my Alfon Flint is after that. Okay, no, 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 yeah, it's, maybe it's the second album. Yeah. Uh, June 2013, Wale releases the, the album The Gifted. Right? June. That is when it gets interesting, no? Uh huh. We never say, we never what you call meant to have the show about Jay Z and us, no? Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt dropped. Yeah. yeah, reasonable doubt dropped in June 1996. Again, like we said earlier about that album, um, and Jay Z not being successful, that was arguably his best album. Right. Best, best album. But only after he started making more commercially sounding music, and then blew up, became Jay Z. People came back to that album, and then it basically blew up the way it did. But it's arguably it's one of my favorite albums from him. Right. June 2007, Pharaoh Munch releases Desire. Pharaoh Munch. Yep. Uh, June 2001. Benny Seagull releases The Reason. Uh, it's just, it just seems like it's been a Rockefeller episode. Benny Seagull mm. was one of Jay-Z's flagship artists on Rockefeller, one of the best lyricists, one of the best in the game at that point in time. Till today, he's a beast. 26 June 1970, Irv Gotti was born. Nobody cares about Irv Gotti. He just recently sold his masters for like 300 million. But again, nobody cares about Irv Gotti. He's got 300 million. <laughs> it's not all his. June. 2002, Nas is a no-show at Summer Jam. How is this? We didn't plan this to work out this way. <laughs> we really so that's, why, that's what I'm saying. That's why I mentioned earlier, I said we didn't mean to do this. This happened for... This was not planned. It just came planned. out this way. And that was the same Summer Jam we were speaking about earlier where yeah. he said he couldn't do certain things. Yes. Be, uh, based on he was taking it too far and while he was supposed to be performing, he went on a different radio station to speak about it. June 2000, Nelly releases Country Grammar. Uh, I was no, Nelly's Andale, first or second? Yeah, his first. Country Grammar is his first. People forget, you know, because not long after Nelly came, 50 was there. And 50 yeah. felt like the most dominant force you've ever felt in hip-hop at mm. a certain point in time. But Nelly prior to that was also going yeah. diamond and things like that. It's just yeah, that, that, that impact, you just didn't, it didn't feel the same like 50s. Because 50s felt like yeah. if four car, if five cars drove past four of them were playing 50 joints. But prior to that, Nelly also did diamond and things like that. Yeah. I'm not, I like the song. Country Grammar, yeah. It's, it, He came out of country grammar, mm-hmm. right? In in 2000, in 2000, right? And then uh, what a Nellyville, uh, Nellyville. That's when he yeah. Nelly was dilemma. a super super yeah. commercial artist. That's why last week we spoke about KRS One. Uh, KRS One does Nelly, and it wasn't actually going directly at Nelly. It was basically going to the commercialization of hip hop. Yes. Uh, okay, I know he's gonna he's gonna say something about this one. Mariah Carey. No, <laughs> no. Uh, June 95, Skilo releases I Wish. You know that song? I wish I was a bit. That's for me. That's for me. I was waiting for him to come and tell <laughs> something against me. This so is Ari's favorite song. So I just came. I, I just came. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll understand why it's his favorite song. If you're listening to the audio, we'll just tell you he's very short. Yeah, I'm very short. Uh, June 2000. That looks good. He could call her. <laughs> June 2000. Uh, Lil Kim releases the Notorious K.I.M. June 2000. June 2000, yes. And on that album, she sounds like a, a female Biggie. Basically because prior to Big Dying, he wrote a lot of Lil' Kim's music. Wrote the song structure, wrote the style of rapping. So when he died, whether she learned how to do it on her own, it's, uh, she had the format and the style laid down from Biggie. That's why that album sounds like a female version of Biggie. June 2006, The Dog Pound releases Kelly is Active. 
2006. Dog Pound legendary group. Mm. I heard recently Des Dalanja said he's retiring from rap. It's no more fun. Arguably a great West Coast producer. Producer, yeah. Mm-hmm. June 1973. Trick Trick was born from T. He's from Detroit. Welcome City. to Detroit. Welcome Trick, to Trick. Detroit, Syria. Uh, June 2005. Guess they released his album. I'm a hustler. Great also album. Like, yeah. Also New York rapper. For Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, great, great album, great songs in that album. Cassidy used to be a super, super spitter back then. Like I'm talking about one of the nicest mm. MCs out there. He had some hits on that album. He tried to battle recently. He shouldn't have done that. But Cassidy was really... At, at that point in time, Philly, like we were speaking about Benny Siegel earlier and him being signed to the Rock Nation and State Property and Rocker Rockefeller that time. Those are all Rockefeller at the State Property and then you had Cass come in. Kelly the Kid, that time there, besides for New York, you had Philadelphia rappers really going in, like spitting mm. hardcore. And Cassidy was one of them. You might look at him differently because you know the songs, the famous songs. What, what I'm a hustler. No, be, besides that one, there's other ones. Uh, uh, can't get no better. I drink and I two-step. And drink and two-step. Yeah, it's very commercially radio-friendly type music. So you might not actually pay attention to the fact that he can really, really rap. Right. Um, June 1994. The Brett releases Functified. One of the album as well. Yeah, one of the legendary female MCs. The first female MC to ever go platinum. She had a big feature on that album. She was a Jermaine Dupri artist. Brilliant album. Yeah. June 1988, Public Enemy releases It Takes a Nation. Alright, 98. Has it Public Enemy second? 1988, yeah. I can't remember the second or third. Yeah, because the, uh, NWA was heavily influenced by Public Enemy and... Mm. Um, So that would have been the second or third because they would have already been out by that point mm. in time. June 2011, Big Sean releases Finally Famous. I do feel like in this current generation, if we look at the 2010s, okay, we're already in 2022, so we're in the 2020s. But yeah. if you look at the, the new core of artists yeah. from the 2010s, Big Sean should be one of them. I think he's, he's overlooked. Don't say we just explained. June 2001, Jay-Z brings out Michael Jackson. Uh, on the performance. That's the same performance where he debuted the takeover in the yeah. stars, by the way. Yeah. That was one of the biggest things ever for to bring out Michael Jackson. Yeah. A hip hop artist to bring out Michael Jackson. Generally anybody. June 1993, Poetic Justice soundtrack is released. That's a movie with Tupac. With Tupac and, and Jenna Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. June 2004, Lloyd Banks releases The Hunger for More. Brilliant album. And he recently released a second version of it, I think last year, year before last year. Great as well. Lloyd Banks is arguably the best rapper from G-Unit. Well, he is not arguably. July 29, 1969, DJ Pooh. DJ Pooh was born. Legendary West Coast DJ. He was involved with Ice Cube's movies and so uh, Friday, yeah. yeah. Uh, June 1991, Pete Rock and CL Smooth released their debut album. All sold out. Yeah, I think we've spoken of them uh, last week. Shows. Yeah, yeah. Last week. Okay. If you were listening, Shiki. I wasn't. Uh, I just talk. I don't have to hear myself. You spoke about um, Pete Rock. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> June 1988, Big Daddy Kane releases his debut album, Long Love the Kane. Brilliant album as well. Great MC, pioneering person. The Alchemist in June. For June 2004, The Alchemist released his solo album, solo debut album, The Infantry. Uh, Just to put in perspective what isn't, Alchemist uh, is, 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 isn't he part of Dilated Peoples? Isn't he part of? Dilated Peoples? I have no idea. 
Um, I know he's, he produces a lot for Mob Deep and Havik. Even though a lot of people think Hav produces all of Mob Deep's projects, it's not. Um, he does produce a lot of it, but Alchemist is heavily involved in Mob Deep sound uh, production and so forth. And he did, I think, one of Havik's full albums, a great producer as well. Right. Uh, recently won a Grammy, or oh, was nominated for a Grammy with... Um, What's his, what's his guy's name? Uh, Fred, no, 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 Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. For uh, for album called Alfredo. Yeah. Okay. And in June 1993, Notorious B.I.G. releases his debut uh, debut single, Party and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was his breakout single. What actually got him discovered? Well, he had freestyles and things that came out before that, but it was the breakout one that that really blew him up and. You know, if you've seen the, the Biggie movie and the Tupac movie and other documentaries about him, like Pac would let him come out and perform that song, and they would some you later fight on stage mm. and then stop it and go like it was an actual thing. Right. Uh, Can we all just get along? Yeah, that's the one. That's yes. the one. Yeah. Uh, Jaza released his third solo album beneath the surface on June 1999. Jaza or Genius, whatever you call him, was a, a integral part of and a member of Wu Tang Clan. Okay. Just to put it in perspective for certain people. D, this one's for you. Puff Daddy P Diddy Love uh, released his debut album No Way Out in July 1997. Great album, realistically speaking. I think the album did like 8 million and he wasn't even a rapper at that point. Mm. July 1982, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five releases The Message. <laughs> Maybe the first ever, uh, after Sugar Hill Gang, the breakout hit. Rap yeah. record where they actually using some form of reality and speaking about yeah. the environment and their surroundings and the problem yes, facing yeah. their neighborhood and that type of thing. Because Sugar Hill Gang before that was maybe a party record, but that was the one where they actually where actually you can say that reality rap, which later got coined as gangster rap, came from a record like that. Mm-hmm. July first, nineteen seventy one, Mercy Elliott was born. I don't have to explain Mercy Elliott. Mercy Elliott, if you don't know Mercy Elliott, is don't listen. Anyway. That was this past week in hip-hop history. That's this week in hip-hop history, not past week. And you think you talk about stuff that happened last and week. And she has to get another letter to his abbreviation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult to remember what I have already. Now you want me to add things to it. Anywho, there was a lot a lot happened in this week over the course of and it, history. And it just so happened to be the Jay-Z. In line with what we were doing. Oh, in line with what we were doing. It just so happened. It wasn't every week works out that way. It was, yeah, every week it, it should happen that way. If we're lucky. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We are, this is the turntable on Active FM where radio has never been better. Please uh, stay tuned for the following weeks because we're going to be delving deeper into other altercations, beefs, battles, whatever you want to call it. Like Shiki said, we are the turntable where we keep you turned and get you learned. Or get you turned and keep you learned, like however you want to get it. Yeah, and I'm D-Money, so you know we'll be bringing you the facts, playing you the tracks, and this week we just want to End it off with the scripture from Psalms 59 verse 16. But I will sing of your strength in the morning. I will sing of your love, for you are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. So we're going to end it off by a song by Andy Mino called Judo. Isn't it Andy Mino? Andy Mino. I don't know how to pronounce it. You, you, you anyway. dress like a water flock because you're probably say Andy Mino. Andy Mino. Judo. Okay, see you all next week. The first, the last, I got the moves like Jack. I'm cursed.
my dad, my dad, I still ain't call him back, my pad, my pad, a pen bought me that, then I spaz, I spaz, in your comment section I black, my bad, my bad, my cunt must have got hacked, <laughs> I know you know you mad, I ain't mean it, ay, yeah, cause I ain't text you back, but I tweet it, ay, yeah, my bro, I know that you had to see it, cause you send emoji faces all mad to my Look, your t-shirt got rock and roll You don't listen to no rock and roll I'm about peace like adios My shirt off, that soccer goes Run the track, mama knows All the leaders on me Oh, you holier than thou I tell Jesus on me Ooh, yeah on all social media platforms on Facebook is forward slash Active FM online radio on Instagram at Active FM triple seven on YouTube Active FM and on Twitter at Active FM, at Active FM. 